Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome into Speak Family. Glad to have you here. But I'm equally as excited to have Dave Hellman. That's NFL insider. Joy Taylor, the one and only in Eagles all time. If you leave me hanging, I swear to God. Eagles all time Russian leader. LaShawn McCoy, 2-5-2 live. You know what time it is. Anyway, we got to get things started in Green Bay. They are on a losing streak. It is a colossal failure thus far through seven weeks and going on eight weeks of the season. And Aaron Rodgers, he don't want to take none of the blame. Listen to what he said. Get this. He says, I think guys who are making too many mistakes shouldn't be playing. Got to start cutting some reps. And maybe guys who aren't playing, give them a chance. Aaron Rodgers out here saying guys who shouldn't be playing and guys who should be playing. He out here acting like a coach. I love it, though. I love it. You love that. This is the first time I have loved an Aaron Rodgers quote. The very first time I loved an Aaron Rodgers quote. Here is what. I believe people need to understand, 2-5. People must realize, hey, the buck stops with Aaron Rodgers. They don't ask you, rookie wide receiver, to do an interview. They ask me to do an interview. So you, rookie wide receiver, if you are running the wrong route, hey, you, five-year veteran receiver, if you're running the wrong route, if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, you're costing me. Right. And I got to an answer for it. This is the first time I love Aaron Rodgers calling it out because he's putting everybody on alert, putting everybody on notice. And here is really why I love it. A physical mistake can't do anything about that, right? I can't ask Alan Lazard to get faster. I can't ask Romeo Dobbs to get taller. Physical injuries can't really do much about that. Right. I can't ask a receiver to not tear his ACL. I can't ask David Bakhtiari to cause his knee to heal quicker. I can't do anything about physical injuries. But mental injuries, you can fix that. So Packers players, if y'all are having not mental injuries, excuse me, mental mistakes, you can fix that. So, Packers players, if y'all having mental mistakes, oh, I'm going to call that out. Shady, you know this quote I'm about to tell you better than anybody, and your coach would say it like this. Don't let anything without a heartbeat beat you. Mm. Don't let anything without a heart beat you. Simply put, don't let mental mistakes beat you. Don't let the weather beat you. Don't let your emotions beat you. If another person got a heartbeat and they beat you, so be it. But if they ain't got a heart, it shouldn't beat you. So I love Aaron Rodgers calling this out because all he's saying is, yo, mental mistakes will not be tolerated on this squad because I'm the one that got to answer for him. But 2-5, I know you feel a type of way about Rodgers. How do you feel about him calling out teammates? And who did he say this to? The Pat McAfee. Okay. Yes, sir. <clears throat> I disagree. I, I hate it. I really do. I, I don't know if it's just because maybe I'm playing the league and, I, and I've been there in the locker room where there's some, um, some chaos where the play of the quarterback or different positions – or maybe because I played with probably the best player, which is the best leader I've ever played with, Who's that? Tom Brady. Okay. You would never see a guy like Tom Brady do this to the media. Not just to the players, to the media. If we have a brotherhood, right? 
this is our brotherhood, the Packers, right? Rookies, veterans, whoever it is. And you're my brother, my brother's keeper. That's where that comes from. Mm. So I'm going to hold you down as far as if, if I'm playing well, if I'm playing bad, I'm going to address it. I'm the leader. Look, we need to do more reps. Or coach, we need to get less reps. Not to the media. That's the soft way out. I, I, don't, I don't like that because as a young player, you need respect. And that doesn't show respect to me. So I'm totally against it. I can't believe he did that. Joy, where you at? I know how you feel about Rodgers. Sometimes you love it. Sometimes you hate his behavior, but you respect his talent. How do you feel about him calling out his teammates? You know, I didn't have a problem with him calling out the teammates in training camp. Because I felt like that's when you're really supposed to address the issues that you see early. You're supposed to fix things. You're supposed to get ready for the season. And if you're having issues, then you can correct them and set the tone for the that's year. Right. So I really didn't have a problem with him saying, like, these young guys need to pick this up faster. You know, his, his quote from the beginning of the season is very similar to this. But it was before adversity. One thing about when you're talking about teammates, and real leaders always do this, and it's a, it's a very subtle thing, but you don't use words like I, mm. they, bunch of or them. It's a bunch of we's. It's always we. Gotta be we. Even if we know it's not you, right. it's always we. You can even overdo it. We used to get on Andrew Luck for taking too much. Like, no, nah, Andrew, it's actually not your fault what's right. going on here. Like, right. you don't have to take credit. Yeah. We can see this offensive line. But when you're Aaron Rodgers and you're a back-to-back -back MVP, you've been anointed as one of the greatest players of all time. And rightfully so. He is mm -hmm. one of the most talented players of all time. Sure. I'll say that. One of the most talented players For of sure. all time. You're dealing with adversity right now. And these are guys who haven't seen the top of the mountain. Mm. You have. Mm -hmm. So it's on you specifically in this moment to, even if it's not your fault, to make it feel like we're all in this together. And when you use words like he used, when you talk about those guys and them and they, instead of we, well, you're separating it. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's mm -hmm. just it, in your words, you're separating two sides. Me, greatness, and you need to get it together. No, we need to get it together. Because while the buck stops with you, the blame will also go to you uh -huh. regardless of how this plays out. Correct. As it should. Correct. So that is to me, though, why, Joy, look, sometimes I need a little separation. <laughs> Sometimes, like, if you are mentally making errors, I need you to stay over there. Because what you are doing is you are hurting the team. So, like, I don't want to take ownership of your mental errors. I don't want that. Well, you do, because you asked for the contract that insisted that these are the players that you're going to be playing with, mm -hmm. first of all. Mm, that's so, true. That's definitely yes, true. You do want to take responsibility for it. Because you didn't have to take that contract, and you did. And I'll never begrudge anybody for taking as much money as possible. But we know there's consequences in the sure. salary cap yeah. league to doing that. But let me ask you this. See, my con the contract Aaron Rodgers really stipulated, stipulated that he wouldn't be playing with elite talent. Okay. Devontae Adams, elite talent. He's not going to be playing with elite talent. Alan Lazard is your number one. He's physically limited, right? He's taller, but he's just right. not all that fast. Beast at Iowa State. But the contract didn't stipulate that these cats would be making mental errors, missing five and six assignments. That's where I have the issue. But you are separating physical play as if we can't go to a local L.A. fitness and see some amazing human specimens. It's not all physical. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's 90% mental, 10% physical. That's right. That's Emotional right. awareness. Mm -hmm. Being able to understand the game, that's all up here. That's neck up. Mm -hmm. And that also aligns with elite players. So you can't just say, oh, an elite player that's going to be paid that much is a physical specimen. We've seen receivers that you would not, you would walk past on the street and not think twice about. That's right. Being a great player is also mentally being great, understanding the game, knowing where to be, understanding the playbook, having emotional awareness with your teammates. 
that that's also what you get paid for. To just say you're not paying for elite talent physically is taking away the whole other side of the game that matters. But Dave, at a minimum, at a minimum, at a minimum, I think that you should at least, if you are not going to do anything, don't make mistakes. That's what he's calling out. Where do you stand on the call out? Where do you stand on these thoughts? Can't you just do this behind closed doors right. in the team meeting room? That's my, like, y'all have both had blunt conversations with people, like, in the team meeting mm -hmm. room, right? Mm -hmm. Or in the position meeting mm -hmm. room. That's fine. And Matt LaFleur, for his part, you know, he more or less agreed with Rodgers today when he was asked about it. He's like, look, some hard truths need to be told. Mm -hmm. But you can do all of that stuff. You don't have to do it this way, Aaron Rodgers. That's the thing that really rubbed me the wrong way about this is to go. And, and some of his comments have been pointed before, but it felt like they've come from a place of like trying to galvanize people. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like on Sunday after they lost to the commanders, he was like, Buffalo, Buffalo's on Sunday night. That's who they play next. He's like, we have a chance to get exposed if we aren't if we aren't all in, if we're not doing it the right way. And he, I'm paraphrasing, but he was more or less like, I know what I'm about and I'm going to be ready. Are you? That's the type of thing I can live with. But go. to sit here and say, some, some people need to be playing less. Some people need to have their reps cut. Some people need to play more. Shh, and then, and then on top of that, how about my, my favorite part of this was the other half of this quote where he was like, I played my best yeah, game. That, that I played that my best game. That was wild. I played my wild. best game and y'all all suck. Like the whole, it's the whole that thing. That was wild. Reeks of finger pointing. It's like, not me. Look over there. Look at somebody else. He still did protect the guilty. He ain't say no names, but, big dog. He ain't say no names. Right, right, right. We, but, can't, we don't know who the receivers are. Yeah, but there's only like six of them. No, he just said some guys have missed assignments. I don't even know that he specified receivers. Some guys missed assignments, kind of mental errors per week. Some weeks you got five or six. Okay. Yeah, it's this week we got double digits. knowledge who he plays with. But at the very, all, yeah. But he didn't at, specify. But, and can't, he called guys up. He did. Right? He called guys up. He did. So my thing is like, like, you're the leader. You're the main guy. You're the leader. You're supposed to build these dudes up, not go to the media and, 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 and talk bad about them. I'll give you an example, right? Let's do. My rookie year was 09, years, years, years ago. We had Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Mack. We had a nice young core. The quarterback was Donovan McNabb, which we all thought was, was the guy. I remember my first camp, I wore a Donovan McNabb, you know, uh, jersey. Just like a joke. But we played in the playoffs. We, or my first playoff appearance, we played the Cowboys in Dallas. We lost. After the game, Donovan says, yeah, our youth just showed today. I'm thinking like, so myself and Macklin and DJ looking around like, yo, he didn't play great. <laughs> but the world's going to think that we are incompetent because of, of what he said. Was he wrong? He was wrong. This is my thing. We didn't play well. Yes, we're young guys. But we're the young guys going to be there for the future. Sure. So we get better and better. But if you're our leader, you made me feel, hold on, you made Go me ahead. feel so small, though. That's my thing. Mm. And it's like, how can that, we build as that. a leader? Where if I fast forward it, now, in year 12, 13, with, Aaron, with um, Tom Brady, he would have never did that. I've seen young boys doing, do, missing assignments and doing the wrong routes and stuff like that. He talked to them and went over and over again and worked with them because that's what a leader does. I guess, to me, it depends if you believe you can depend on the guys in the future. I got to tell them myself. I had an Aaron Rodgers moment. Uh-oh. I had a Rodgers moment. Let's hear this. Senior year, Texas. Year before, we went five and seven. Terrible. First time five and seven, whatever. Year before, we went to the national championship, so we was balling. So now it's my senior year. Buck stops with me. We got a national network. I'm the one that got to answer all the questions. We had a, a linebacker. I won't want say his name. First name, Patrick. We had a linebacker <laughs> on the team. And I literally, Sorry, Pat. I literally went to the coach after we had to do this drill. True story, Joy. We had to do a drill where you had to climb every single stadium stair mm. in the upper stadium. Now, keep in mind, Texas is 100,000. Is this a punishment or just this workout? This is a work, oh, regular God. workout. Oh, one dude was walking, linebacker. No, no, no. See, you're going to cost us. And not that you're going to cost us. You're going to cost me. 
Because right. the people getting drafted are about four or five guys on a team, okay. I being one of them. Right, right. And I'm the senior that got to answer the questions for why we're sorry if we're sorry. Okay. And if we're sorry because you walking down on kickoff because you're not doing these drills efficiently because it's mental, not physical, then I need you out of here. So I said publicly, I didn't say to the media publicly, but I said publicly to everybody and their mama, hey, big dog, I need this one out of here. Never saw him again in the football practice. So I don't care sometimes oh, wow. if you really publicly? got it. That's terrible. What's publicly? What's publicly? Publicly. Publicly, I addressed everybody. No, 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 no. Who's everybody? The team. Okay. okay Coaches. That ain't public. Coaches. That's, that's, that's the, the, the absolute difference. That is how a hey, leader were you were you does good? things. Were you playing good? Okay. He's not playing good. Right, right. But that, that, Aaron Rodgers is not playing good, though. What he said is the absolute difference. You said it to the team. You didn't say it to the media. When the famous. That's literally the difference. Like, you had a network, did you not? That's this, what I've heard. Him saying this to his teammates with doors closed is a is a completely different situation. It's warranted. We see how they're playing, and he's playing bad in part because yes, they is. are not catching the ball. He's playing bad too, though. We know he is, but everything at one hand shakes the other. But mm -hmm. that's not an equal comparison. You said it to the team. But why? He's dragging them publicly. Here's right. my thing, though. Why he's playing bad in part because he's playing bad, but you saw his very first pass attempt of the season. Do we got the tape? Just to remind the viewers at home Man, that was, haven't seen this it. This was what, seven weeks ago? Christian but Watson. Christian Watson. Seven weeks ago. Okay, go ahead, Drew. A 75-yard bomb. He dropped it. Dropped. He dropped it. Dropped. He's seven a weeks ago. rookie. So, but, so hold on. So North if, Dakota State. If, if, you but, Kurt, if you curse this guy, you tell me by week seven he can't get better? I'm not. But what I'm telling you is this. You don't get a second chance at a first impression. And this was Aaron <laughs> no, Rodgers' first impression. Here's my thing, though, Joy. Then that's on Aaron Rodgers. That's not talent. That's on Aaron Rodgers. What does him playing at North Dakota State have to do with that? What does it have to do with the drop? The ball is not, didn't change. The field didn't change. The speed did. Speed changes. And not, the ball, not the ball. There's the no speed changes. Wait, wait, wait. There's no difference between playing at North Dakota, North Dakota State University and playing with the Green Bay Packers no, and Aaron Rodgers? No, but there's, yeah, there, obviously there's a difference there. Yeah. But there's no difference between catching a wide open, unguarded football. Ball. I get you that. No. It happens, though. Is. Mike Evans just yes, jumped up. He's Mike playing Evans for is, the Green Bay Packers in the NFL. It's no comparison whatsoever on, to North Dakota State. No comparison. There's a open ball, and you can catch There's no it. There's you're no difference in NFL, making it. You're playing with NFL defenders. Who he'd beat. You're, you're no. getting a ball. Come on. You're, you're catching a ball from Aaron Rodgers, probably being delivered a little differently than your quarterback at North Dakota State University. No offense, as it shouldn't be. Aaron, it's Aaron Rodgers. You're playing in your first game in the NFL. It is no comparison whatsoever. And the issue I have with it is, and this is, this is the difference. Should he have caught yeah, it? Caught that yeah, he should have caught it. But it's one, first impression. If you're not going to, if you are not good enough to play with Aaron Rodgers because you dropped one ball that he threw you, then Aaron Rodgers is in, should never be considered to be a leader or even that kind of a quarterback. He's not. I've never heard anything yeah, about him. Not. Great, great, great players drop passes. He's, it happens. Yeah, it does. Mike Evans just dropped a wide open touchdown. And Mike Evans is a dog. He's Correct. a beast. But Mike Evans has, he has currency to make that mistake. You know that. You Bro, got deposits. Come on. Talk to me. You tell me rookies don't have a chance to make mistakes? They do. But that's if what they if, do. If that's, what they, that's what they do. Sure. But if you're Aaron Rodgers and you're like, okay, the first play of the game I went to you, you didn't convert. Now you've had a hamstring injury all season. Now you, uh, uh, now we got Dobbs in there. You're supposed to be our highest drafted player. There comes a point in time where he is rightfully so fed up. Okay, Acho, I'll say this. My rookie year, right, I started. Brian Westbrook was hurt. I played in the game. I'm thinking about so many different things that the coverage – the zones and man, uh, the run reads. What's the snap count? It's like it's but just, you. But hold on, yeah, so much going on. So for him to drop, I've dropped. But you could take a hand blocks. off, right? You could take a hand off, right? Listen, if you I could take if a hand I, off, I, I you? Here, you said I got fifty thousand yards on purpose. Yes, sir. 
I can tell you up here, my rookie year, I made a lot of mistakes. As a rookie, it's hard as hell to do. So the worst part is having a, my, the best player on the team, the leader, the highest paid uh, player on the team, telling me, oh, man, Shady McCoy shouldn't be in the you game. You not say your name. Man, you know oh, what it is. You stop, know what it is. stop. That is such a cop out. <laughs> Yo, the biggest thing in football is the first year to the second year. Second year, you'd be really, really a lot better because you know what's going on. But it's more of the confidence. How do you think this dude's confidence is right now? They feel this small. But here's the thing. Hit Dodge Holiday. No. If you're not making these mistakes, he's not talking to you. Go ahead. Flip, just, like, <laughs> flip, flip this on the other side. And look, we can't say their names. I, Aaron Rodgers might have been talking about other guys, but we know Christian Watson is the second-round pick. He's been hurt, but he's a guy that they're asking to do a lot. Romeo Dobbs is the other one. And he's played enough. We know he's having an up-and-down rookie season. Shocker, shocker of shockers, a fourth-round pick maybe isn't ready for the magnitude of replacing Devontae Adams. Right. First of all, is that his fault or is that the Green Bay Packers' fault? It's the Green Bay Packers' fault. Just, just so we're clear about that. The Packers have created this mess. And then Aaron Rodgers is exacerbating it. That means making it worse, just so I'm not being an elitist here. He's making it worse. Imagine being Romeo Dobbs and walking past this guy in the locker room the day after he Come says, on, these down. dudes are bum and they need to play right, less. Right, here's my thing. These guys are like, bad. Like, like, we need some guys to have their reps like, cut. And, and then he like, also yo. says, I played my best game, so I know it wasn't my fault. It's you. It's you, <laughs> kid. The only thing you I suck. Will, the only thing I would say is this. It's all you. If it don't apply to you, it don't matter. Look, Let's coming go. up, oh we got an even God. better conversation. See, a former star player for Bill Belichick and his Patriots said that Bill Belichick is just a regular coach. Oh. We got some irregular thoughts about that. This is wild. That's next. Speak. He said, good player. Who's Hall of Famer? Can get in? What? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let's move on to the Patriots. Bill Belichick, widely regarded as the greatest coach of all time. But he's yet to have a playoff win without Tom Brady. And his Patriots are currently in last place. Now, get this. Former Patriots Pro Bowler Asante Samuel, he did not at all hold back. Tweeting, Belichick is starting to show you he is an average coach mm. without Tom Brady. Mm. Adding the sunglasses emoji, maybe the... Soften it a little bit. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. Added that. Anyway, we got to come on camera for this one. Shady, I'm going to hold your thoughts for a moment because <laughs> it will get spicy. Joy, I'm going to come to you first, calm, cool, and collected mm. for now. Uh, is Bill Belichick an average coach without Tom Brady? Yes. But that's not an indictment of Bill Belichick. Mm. What okay. great coach, what great NFL coach has won over a period of, let's call it 10 years, sure. without a great quarterback to a Hall of Fame-level quarterback? Great to a Hall of Fame-level quarterback. It's not a trivia question. I just want you to think about it. <laughs> oh, think yeah, about yeah. it. Answer later. Answer think later. Think about it. Because okay. if you really start to look, and I have all the numbers here because I'm sure their names are going to get brought up, and I, I wanted to make sure I had all of the receipts. Most great coaches are associated with great quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. That's the easy way to say it. Right. Yep. We've never seen a dynasty – like the New England Patriots over the past two decades 
I don't want to. I don't want to say in sports. Maybe we have. I feel like it's the greatest dynasty in sports. It's certainly the greatest in the history of the NFL, as far as the longevity of winning, winning with different versions of teams, losing and coming back and winning. And there were two consistent figures within the organization. Actually, let's say three, because Bob Kraft, Bill Belichick, and Tom Brady. Now, because we had the gift of being able to play out a what if, because we talk about what ifs all the time, and we got the gift of Tom Brady going to another organization while he was still playing at a high level and winning a championship. So we can all agree to say that when we look at the New England dynasty, we would give a bigger slice of the pie to Tom Brady. No doubt, huge slice. Because he was on the field, Mm -hmm. and now we've seen him do it with another organization that wasn't winning before he got there. Preach, you preaching? Now, they weren't terrible. They weren't terrible. They had a lot of talent, which is part of the reason why he went there. And they had a solid coaching staff, and a coach that had been in the league for a long time in Bruce Arians. It's not like he went to uh, I mean, the Bucs was kind of bad. Hold destitute. Up. The Bucs was kind of bad. They were not that bad. They were a 500 we, we team. I mean, we uh, can't rewrite, we can't rewrite uh, history. They, they, they were not great. But they were. there's a reason why he went to the Tampa Bay Bucs. Okay. He could okay. choose to go somewhere and he chose. That's true. And, and he brought some pieces with him. We can give more of the credit to Tom Brady. Yeah, we have to. But we do. And I do. But I can't unwatch. I can't rewrite history. And when I look at coaching, it's not as simple as, Oh, X's and O's. Oh, what side of the ball did you take care of? Which Bill Belichick is a defensive coach, and we're not going to argue how great those defenses were with Tom Brady there. But do you know what else Tom Brady had throughout his legacy time in New England that he had nothing to do with? What's that? A fantastic offensive line and a fantastic offensive line coach in Dante Scarnecchia. We don't talk about a lot. Yeah. Don't talk about a lot. That's a good point. All right? Yeah, no, it's just, uh, yeah, it's solid. She's <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's a, that's a good point. I thought about it. <laughs> You have to look at coaching as bigger than just the X's and O's. What players do they bring in? What players do they develop? What side of the ball, if it is their side of the ball, how does that side of the ball do? What kind of other Hall of Famers came out of that time? How was the culture in the building? Did everyone buy into it? And, of course, the most important part, did it lead to success? Yes, six championships. So it's not that I don't think that Bill Belichick is – it's not that I think he is an average coach. I have to look at the whole – picture. I can't stare at this masterpiece from this far away. I have to step back. And when I step back, most coaches are associated with a great quarterback. Most great coaches are associated with a great quarterback. And there are a lot of moving pieces within an organization that a head coach is responsible for. And Bill Belichick was that guy. 2-5. Um, I know how you feel about Belichick, but let the world know how you feel about Belichick. Is he in regular coach without Tom Brady? How regular? Okay. Well, first of all, it's not my words. His numbers say he's almost 500 without Tom Brady. Mm. Right? That's not me. That's just the number. He's numbers, below 500. Right? I know lo- he's, okay. yeah. yeah, below. So I know y'all love numbers, so he's below 500. Right. Yeah, okay. go ahead. The second part is you talked about developing players, right? Since Tom Brady has left, I, don't, I haven't seen that one player he's developed. Mm. Defense, offense, special teams, not one. When I watch, when I watch the Patriots, right, we, they played the Bears. The Bears is a, is a bad football team. Pretty good defense. Quarterback that averages like 100-some yards passing, right? Very limited. I watched them get dominated. I've never seen a, 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 a Patriot team get dominated. When Tom Brady was there, they never had those issues. Everybody loves to talk about how great of a coach he is. I think he's a good coach. But when I look at some of these names, right, if, if Tom Brady played with the Jets with Rex Ryan, right, and everybody has their ups and down beliefs about Rex Ryan, is he good or not, but he was solid. He, he, I mean, Mark Sanchez was a quarterback, right, and Mark's on his, you know. We don't slander Mark Sanchez. But, but I mean, you know, he, he wasn't Tommy, and they did some good things. They did some real good so things. So, yeah, Tom Brady, what would that look like? Pete Carroll, Bruce Arians, Mike Tomlin, John Harbaugh, Andy Reid. How many championships do you think that, 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 that Andy Reid, the Eagles, would have had? 
if, if Tom Brady's over there. Sean Payton. So I, I don't want to discredit Belichick. I'm going to tell you the stats. The stats is without Tom Brady, he's not even a 500 coach, and they don't do nothing. He doesn't develop anybody else. And if um, them other coaches had Tom Brady, it would be a different story for them so coaches. So you think those other coaches oh, could have done just as much, if not more, with Tom Brady? Why not? I'll, let me ask you this real quick, because I, I don't want to just, like, beat, beat him down so bad. I want to ask you, each of you guys, what makes him so great? Right now, what, makes, me, him so, right now, what makes him so great? He's the greatest defensive mind the game's ever seen. Cool. That's what I would say. Yeah, I would agree with that as defense? well. Defense? Uh, yeah. I, I would also add to the fact that he was responsible for the culture that Tom Brady worked in. Not only that, but just by virtue of being there for so long, how often does the average NFL team turn its coach over? Like, unless you get lucky with a Belichick or a Peyton, you're probably talking about changing things up. And then or even the Steelers or, or Steelers. That's a good point, too. But the vast majority, you're talking about turning things over every three or four years. Right. Right. So by the very virtue of being there for 20 years, the Patriots have a leg up in the sense that their systems and schemes and languages aren't changing. Tom Brady was working in the same offense the entire time that he was there, even with coordinators coming and going. I don't think the change was quite as drastic as it is for a lot of people. That's the benefit of winning. You don't have to change things. So why, so why does it look like it right now? Why does it look like this right now for the Patriots? So to me, it looks like it because Bill Belichick's not that great a head coach. Oh, no. I don't think he's that great a head coach. Wait, wait, I okay, a okay. phenomenal defensive mind. Here's why. We talked about this pre-show. Let's talk about it post. Let me get my okay, quick thoughts. Let's go right to let's you. Let's hear it is. Um, great head coaches are incredible forecasters. Right, great CEOs, they understand which way the tide's moving. I was talking to a billionaire, one of the greatest minds in real estate, and he told me the second Trulia... Can I get his number? I need it. The second Trulia and Zillow popped up, he was like, yo, we have to change the way we navigated the real estate industry. He's like, the only difference between me and other real estate companies is I realized things were going tech-savvy, so we instantly created an app. We instantly got online. We instantly figured out how to move. Pete Carroll, Andy Reid, uh, John Harbaugh to a degree, they've moved with the times. Like John Harbaugh's had Joe Flacco and Lamar Jackson. I don't know if you can juxtapose two personalities any greater. Yeah. Bill Belichick, however, he has not been a great forecaster. That is, to me, why they are where they are. I would argue, Dave, that the greatest thing Bill Belichick ever did was stumble into Tom Brady because, by the grace right. of God, nobody took him with the first 198. Right. See, this is – I hate this. I hate, because so much of this stuff is circumstance. John Harbaugh got Lamar Jackson at the end of the first round. He was like the fourth quarterback drafted that year. Don't like that's not a stroke of genius. That's getting lucky because he should have been a top five pick. He wasn't even the Baltimore Ravens first. He wasn't their first first round pick. Thank you, Joy. Bill Belichick drafted Mac Jones. Like he did the same thing. He played pretty well last year. He got him to the playoffs. I don't think Mac Jones is is going to be Lamar Jackson by any stretch. But I have a hard time saying like, oh well. They got Lamar Jackson. They lucked into him at 32 overall, but Bill Belichick can't adjust because he drafted Mac Jones 15th. Like, that doesn't work for me. No, go ahead, but please. Would, so I didn't want to say this, but you used the word, so now I have to. Wouldn't you say, I know Shady would, correct me if I'm wrong, the greatest thing Bill Belichick did in his career was get lucky by drafting Tom Brady at 199. And, no, so this is an easy one. So that, how does no. that speak to coaching versus luck? That, but so, and every team gets lucky. Like, every good draft pick, unless you hit the ball out of the park with the first overall pick, you're getting lucky if you succeed in the draft the vast majority of the time. My thing is, and Shady, I'm glad you brought up Tomlin. Tomlin's a 500 coach without oh, Big Ben. I can ben. run through all of them. Run right through now. them all, Joy. Mike you got Tomlin a bigger list than I do. actual 500 Okay. Literally like 500. He's 2020 and one. We all have massive respect for. Never had a losing Think record. Think he's wonderful. But, my, but the overall point to what I brought up is, great coaches don't win without great players, mm -hmm. and particularly in this league without a great quarterback. He's a 500 coach without 
Big Ben. Andy Reid is actually a much, much higher. He's a 600 coach without Patrick Mahomes. Career record. He so actually credit to Andy Reid. He's about to coach Pete Carroll is, uh, is a 500 coach without Russell Wilson. Okay. Pete Carroll. John Harbaugh is barely above, barely above 500 without Lamar Jackson and was about to be fired before Lamar Jackson got there. If we want to have a real conversation Where's about Belichick? Him, Where's Yeah, Belichick? Belichick is as well. He's, he's, under, under, he's, under, he's under 500. He's like 48. Uh, uh, lastly, though, so my question was not would they be 500. So is Pete Carroll. My question is Pete was, Carroll bad coach? My question was this. Since you're answering questions now, my question is: If if Tom Brady played for all them coaches you just named, all them coaches you went through the list, all them names, how many championships you think them coaches would have? I, I I don't I can't say that they would have six championships. You can't, I can't say, say that. Say Five, that. four. I can say they maybe would have eight. more. Maybe no, eight. Absolutely not. There's so many like circumstances. Tom Brady is so much of the. I'm sorry, Joy. Tom Brady is so much of the difference. Andy Reid got to four straight NFC title games. Mm -hmm. He lost the first three. Okay. Andy Reid has had plenty of playoff failures. So you think Tom Brady is just that much of a difference that he wins all of those games because of Tom Brady. Not, even though he had Donovan McNabb, even though he's Donald lost Tom, games he's with Tom Patrick Brady. Mahomes. He's not Tom Brady. But I guess to Shady's point, let me ask you. How about the fact this? that, again, Sean Payton, who yeah. I have a massive amount of respect for. One. Dave, let me ask you this, though. Don't you think the gap between a game is Donovan McNabb to Tom Brady? Like, don't you think Do Tom yeah, Brady. No, no, there's is worth a difference. But what I'm saying is, like, all of these coaches have had chances to be successful and haven't been anywhere near as successful as Bill Belichick. And you think so? That, so I'm saying that. Say and, they, that and a lot of them have had great quarterbacks. Right, right. So you're saying it's a gap between the coaches and Bill, right? It, at least, I mean, it, it's at least part of it. And no, to Joy's point, I don't know how well you can even quantify that yes. when you just think about all of the factors that have worked into the Patriots' success to say it all, all of it, every single bit of it boils down to Tom Brady. Well, so, I can't go that far. My, you say that, but soon he's gone. You see what it looks like. It's, been, it's not even been three years. I'm not saying the next five, not get six years will be like that. Do not get it. Maybe, maybe. Okay. But it was like that for all of these great coaches. In fact, if we want to keep it a whole buck and really have the real conversation, the greatest coach of all time is Don Shula, and it's not close. He has the most wins. He, ha he has a high percentage winning percentage without Bob Greasy, who's a Hall of Famer, and without Dan Marino, who's a Hall of Famer. Don Shula is the greatest coach of all time. We can start the conversation after that. That's yeah. like the num If we're talking about numbers, then we'll, and that's what we're arguing about with Bill Belichick being under 500 as a quarter as a coach without Tom Brady. Let's just take Don Shula, put him at the top, and then we'll go from there. Oh. It, I agree with you that th these <laughs> other great coaches, all-time great Hall of Fame coaches, would have more wins. And would have maybe 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 more championships with Tom Brady than without. But so much factors into championships. The fact that he played in the AFC East for 18 years. Don't look at the AFC East now with Tua and Josh Allen and whatever the Jets are doing. Nope. That's not what he played in. I remember. It was yep. bad. That happened. He is a defensive coach. The defenses were great, were great, consistently great, and great when it mattered most in the Super Bowl. He put together a staff like Skarnekia and Josh McDaniels and other great pieces throughout that dynasty. He had the confidence of the owner, the consistency to be there to today's point. I'm not saying he's the greatest coach of all time. Maybe that's unfair that's, because that's we're point. getting the blinded coaches. by the championships. That's a good point with coaches. But Manning. there are there's so much more that goes into being a great coach than just the X's and I got to go. 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 I'm sorry. Them, them, them coaches leave and get blown out and get fired a lot. Coming, so, I don't know. Coming up, Shady, you get to talk more because your Eagles, we talking about them. Talking okay. about the okay. Eagles. They flying high, undefeated. But their strength of schedule is starting to bring on oh, here we questions go. Here we go. around them. Look, we, we make stuff up about Belichick. Now we make stuff about the Eagles' schedule. Like, come on. Can I get a break? Real talk, though.
Welcome back to Speak. We got to ease things up. Shady, look behind you real quick. because I'm just trying to figure out which one is LaShawn hey. and which, which one is... How, how, you, how you gonna do Shady like that? The Rock, though? I mean, I like, I like the Rock now. Like, come on, that Rock look crazy. No, the outfit 90s thing, Rock though. was the man. I'm just saying. Wait, like, was that, that, was that, the, uh, that one of the Rock, like... Yeah, that's the people's chat. Yeah. No, if you smell, if you smell, that might have been yeah, college rock. This is this is uh, the rock, rock at the U. Wait, how you how you feeling today? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Okay, we're transitioning because I got to ask Shady how he feels about the Eagles. Now, the Eagles are undefeated and they are dominant. There is no doubt about that. But when you look at the Eagles' schedule, there are clear concerns. It came out today the rest of the quarterbacks that the Eagles are going to face. And truth be told, none of them are elite. Now, Shady, you look at the schedule. We talk about the schedule. We talk about it off air. We talk about it on air. I'm coming to you first, LaShawn McCoy. Does the Eagles schedule, the lack of facing legitimized opponents during the regular season, does that concern you at all? W, 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 <laughs> W, 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 sorry, so many W's. <laughs> anyway, um, does it concern you, Listen, no, it doesn't concern me. Why, why do we care? We don't make the schedule. Of course not. Joy, yes. every year when season came, came out, I never cared about who we playing. Nope. Who we got first week, I'm ready to go. I got my Nikes ready. I got my outfit ready to go. I don't care about who we playing. The Vikings, they're five and one. Yes, they're number two in the NFC, right? Now we whooped on them. And everybody before the season, they'll say, oh, Kirk Cousins, he's not that good. Well, he's looking good now. Before the season started. Look at Aaron Rodgers and, and uh and uh, Tom Brady. Packers and the Bucks. Great teams, this and that. You look at them now, you can't wait to play them. So the schedule, I don't care about the schedule. All that matters is getting wins, and that's what we're doing. You line them up, we knock them down. Line them up, knock them down. Shady, maybe I'm a more pessimistic uh, Eagles fan. I'm optimistic, Because I had a more pessimistic career than you. <laughs> um, but let me do it like this. The reason I'm incredibly concerned about the Eagles' schedule is for a very simple reason, and a great head coach told me this once. He said, prior repetition prepares you for future experience. Right? Practice. That sounds good. That's yeah. repetition. It's supposed to prepare you for future experience. Okay. You know this. If you are going to play in the rain, a coach might dump a football in water right, and then right. have you practice it. Of course. Because you have to have some sort of repetition for your future experience. I recall when we were in Philly, if we were going to play against a cold weather team, we're going to have to practice outside. Yeah, it was terrible, Dave. True. If we're playing against a southern team, the Jags, the Bucks, we're going inside. It's easy money because repetition is supposed to prepare you for future experience. The rest of this season and the beginning of this season, the Eagles will not see a top five passing offense for the duration of the season. So they will have no repetition when it comes time for them to look at Josh Allen, Mahomes, Burrow, et cetera. Now, hopefully, the Eagles don't have to look at them until the Super Bowl. Because okay. if you get to the Super Bowl, truth be told, it really don't matter anyway. Eagles fans are going to be ecstatic. But the reason I'm worried is because the Eagles will have no repetitions looking at Jamar Chase. No repetition looking at Stephon Diggs. And if you want to say, well, they have to look at Justin Jefferson, yeah, one of them did. But opposite Jamar Chase is still T. Higgins, as you know. They will have no repetition looking at uh, Tyree Kill and then looking at Jalen Waddle. Yeah, one cornerback for the Eagles has had to lock up every possession, yeah. but they've had no repetition having to lock up both cornerbacks okay. every play every I see time. Where you go. And so the reason I care is because if prior repetition is supposed to prepare you for future experience, the Eagles this season, they're going to knock them, knock them down, but will they have the repetitions going against elite players when it's time to face those uber-elite teams? What do you think, Joy, where you stand on it? Does it concern you? Who are the elite teams in the NFL right mm, now? Talk to them. The, the Eagles, the Bills, Buffalo, and the City. Chiefs. Yeah. Eagles, Bills, and Chiefs. Would you say Dolphins still? With Tua, I think I think the Dolphins are are, are going yeah. to be back, but you know, obviously, we know why That's the record AFC. is what it is. But yeah. they're also in the AFC, so if you want to, I'll put the, the Dolphins in there too. That's yeah. four. 
Okay. They're all in the AFC, mm-hmm. except for the Eagles, who are obviously the team that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Design me a schedule that would make you feel more comfortable. They got to play the Bills and Chiefs this year during the regular season because there's not that many elite teams. And to Shady's point, the other team that's playing really well right now in the Vikings, they already whooped on. Nobody wants to give the Giants any credit, but they got the mm. same amount of losses as the Buffalo Bills. Now, relax, Buffalo. I don't think they're on the same level, but they beat everyone they played except for they one win. team. Right. So I'm looking at that schedule. I don't think it looks as easy as, as we're making it out to be. There's not that many top offenses in the league that are scary to begin with. The ones that you mentioned are all in the AFC. All of those divisional games are not easy games. Divisional games That's are true. hard to begin with. The Commanders the just won. We know what the Cowboys are capable of with Dak, and they've beaten the Eagles with Jalen Hurts before. Tennessee. The Giants are 6-1. and one. You're going up against Aaron Rodgers, even though they're struggling right now, it's still Aaron Rodgers. The, uh, the, Tennessee is Tennessee. a completely, completely losing game. Let me ask game. you this, Joy. We talked about this two blocks ago, and you're all going to throw that back up there in a second. The most important position we all agree is quarterback. Throw yes. the schedule yes. back up there, please. As you throw the schedule back up there, here's my concern, Joy Taylor. Let me talk to you direct as I wait on the schedule so I can recall based on what the schedule looks like because I can't do this without the schedule. Great. Um, you look at the Steelers are going to start – they're going to play Kenny Pickett. So that's who the, that's who the Eagles have to okay. face. Right. Then Davis Mills. Then Taylor Heineke. Then Sam Ellinger. Then you do have Aaron Rodgers. Then you have Ryan Tannehill. Then Daniel Jones. Then Justin Fields. Then Dak Prescott. Then Jameis Winston and or Andy Dalton. Then Daniel Jones. My fear isn't so much six and one good eight, teams. No, six and one. But my fear is this, Joy, is like, it's a whole bunch of good quarterbacks out there, and the Eagles would have faced one there, top five quarterback. Are there, are there a bunch of good quarterbacks out there right now? Because to me, there's not Ooh. that much great play oh, sorry, going on right now. Uh. I'm not going to be blinded by Kirk Cousins. Do it in prime time, please. I've seen Kirk Cousins put up some numbers before. There's, there's not that much great quarterback yeah. play. There's not that many scary guys in the league right now. And some of the guys that we used to think were scary are, are not playing that way right now. So, to me, when I look at their schedule, one, they didn't make it. Oh, yeah, Two, I'm not saying that. The, the division, the NFC East, is don't get blind of what they usually are. They are right. It's, it's t- much tougher this year than it was in years past. They may not have the elite quarterbacks in the division, but there are great teams in that division and teams that – we thought weren't good that are playing really well and being coached really well right now. My overall point is they're not going to reach the elite teams because the other elite teams in the league are in the AFC until the Super Bowl, and then it's anybody's game. Right. Let's get there. So even if you had losses, I can make a narrative that makes sense for all these losses, even Chicago. Dave, let me get you in here. Well, first off, let's get to the murderous row of the quarterbacks that the Eagles are going to have to face. Shady, this was a point I was kind of bringing up. Pickett, Mills, Heineke. Ellinger, Rodgers, yeah. Tannehill, Jones, Fields, Prescott. Truth be told, how many of those quarterbacks are even going to be starters next season? Who's good, though? Uh, who's some good quarterbacks? Three? You know? Like, I'm saying, who's some good quarterbacks four. anyway? Who's? Uh, tr- tr- they're all in the AFC. They're, they're all in the AFC. They're all in the AFC. Yeah. It would be Josh nice to see him get to play Lamar or Lamar? Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I, mean, that's three my, I mean, my thing, like, I, I have a hard time harping on this because, like, y'all keep saying, like, the Eagles had nothing to do with this. Like, you know, if this was college – I could sit here and be like, what are we doing? Like, why didn't we schedule some Power 5 teams? we got to give ourselves a little more of a test. There's nothing you can do in the NFL. The formula is what it is. You play the teams that you play. So, like, this isn't the Eagles' fault. No, we're not saying that. I just want to I just, I just wanna, I just wanna, I just want to couch that. Correct. I just Eagles, we it. love you. We love you. We'll give you all the season tickets money. Thank you, Howie. You're amazing. Jeffrey Lurie. Now we've couched all that. Okay, cool. I'm just saying to the concern. Okay, cool. All right, yeah, I will say. Now, now that I've been nice, I will say. <laughs> It worries me a little bit. I saw this play out with the Cowboys last year. The Cowboys, it was an up-and-down second half of the season, but when they won, 
they rolled. You know, they were beating Washington 56 to 14. The Eagles didn't play anybody in the season finale. They won that game like 56 to 20. They're kick, you know, they beat, they scored 35 points in a quarter. They beat Atlanta like 43 to 3. It all looked really great. When they played the good teams that made the playoffs, it didn't look so great. They lost to Kansas City without scoring a touchdown. They lost to Las Vegas, who made the playoffs on Thanksgiving. They lost to an Arizona team, scored 22 points against them, couldn't really get anything going. And last year, I remember thinking, like, oh, big deal, it's the NFL. Some, you know, you're not going to win every game. Good point. Then they got to the playoffs against a battle-tested 49ers team that had to scrap just to get there. Remember that amazing game on the last afternoon of the season? They beat the Rams in this fantastic game. They were freaking ready, man. They were battle-tested. They were battle-hardened, and they rolled right over the Cowboys. And just in case you think I'm just talking hot air, Amari Cooper, who later got traded away from the Cowboys, like this past offseason – he, rem- he said on the radio this past offseason, he was like, I remember being frustrated because every time we were getting a chance against a Kansas City or somebody like that, we came up short. We didn't play well. Our offense didn't click, and we lost. That stuff translates to the playoffs. So, yes, I can see the concern of are we being as tested as we could be going into January against teams that are going to be fighting and scrapping for it. No, and, and I agree with you on that. My, my only pushback is I feel like all these other teams hasn't faced a team like the Eagles, we're the most complete team in the league. We, we, we talk about Josh Allen, mm-hmm. who's amazing. We talk about Patrick Roman, who's amazing. But the Philadelphia Eagles, we have the, 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 the best offense. Think about we this. can run the ball. We have playmakers. We don't have to have put everything on our quarterback. Let me ask them, you this. On, them other teams, they got to put everything on their quarterback. But Shady, the Chiefs, for example, this year alone, Dave, correct me if I'm wrong, they just played the Niners. Okay. I believe they've played the Bucks and they've played the Bills. So when the Chiefs get to so when the Chiefs get to the playoffs, it's like they faced an NFC team that's talented. They faced the Buffalo Bills and they faced Tom Brady. Right. When the Eagles get to the playoffs, they'll only be able to say they faced Aaron Rodgers and they faced Kirk Cousins. That, does that count? No love for Dak, huh? Because Dak no is so good, right? Okay. Is that good today? Always good today. They'll be able to okay, say they okay. faced Dak too. Like, don't you have a point? Let me personalize it. And I'm gonna be real with you because we were there together. Uh, the year we went to the playoffs in 13, your second to last year in Philly, I was watching the offense. Y'all went crazy. You led the league in rushing. Nick Foles had 27 touchdowns, two picks. But I was on practice squad off. So I got to be real with myself. Joy, if you're on practice squad and if you're starting, it's different. When I was starting, I was all buttoned up. We can beat everybody. Can't nobody touch us. When I'm on practice squad, I'm like, yo, we got our hands full, yo. I can be a realist. I knew going into that Saints game, they had Drew Brees. Nick Foles is going on a run, but they had Drew Brees. And, like, not prime Drew Brees, but prime Drew Brees. I knew they had uh, Mark Ingram, I believe, like prime Mark Ingram. I knew they had Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles, your boy, a really good player. I was like, yo, we got our hands full. Obviously, we lost that game at home, all the things. And I, don't you think there's something too shady? Nah. Just, you were the star, so maybe you never had time to really think like that. Yeah, I didn't think like that. But no. I had time to be like, yo, they're actually good, and we ain't seen nobody like that before. Well, when you break it down, when you talk about the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs now, they play the Bills, and they play the 49ers. 49ers and so the they're Bucks. Playing, they're yeah. playing tough defenses. They play the Bucs. So, you're right. I, I got to give you, you know, your credit on that because it's, it's truth. Like, they're playing some of the top defensive teams in the league. But, like, I, I still feel like as a team, I look at the team, right? I, I, my eyeballs. When, when I look at look the way we play, we dominate, mm-hmm. right? I don't see nobody else playing the same type of football we're playing. 
on both sides of the field. How would you prepare yourself? Let me ask you a personal question before we get okay. out of here. Okay. How would you prepare yourself when you line up one week and you're going up against, call it, a, London Fletcher, a phenomenal football player. Call it like a 39-year-old London Fletcher. Then knowing you have to go up against, let's go the 2013 49ers, and you see Patrick Willis and Navarro <laughs> Bowman out there. Like, is there a difference when you know you haven't seen beasts like that on the field before, and now you have to see them? And you were clearly one of the greatest players of the generation. But what's going on differently in your psyche when it's like, oh, let me strap up. Now, you, you got me right there, right? Because I'm going to that game like, oh, I'm about to kill this dude compared to, oh, all right, boys, we got a tough one. So you are right. I mean, the, the mindset is always to dominate and kill, but there's different levels to it. Different it levels. The Eagles just beat the Cowboys with the best defense in the league. Mm, that did happen. Yeah, top two defense. I, I like the Bills. But, yes, they did. They beat Joy, them. Hold me down, Joy. Hold me down, Joy. They beat him. Yo, this is a good topic. This is a good uh, conversation. You know, hold me down. I need it. You hear Matthew me? Stafford, Russell Wilson, strong Jimmy Garoppolo. Sorry. <laughs> My Atlas is strong, right? Strong one behind me. Hold me down, Jimmy baby. Garoppolo. Ain't nobody holding them down right now. The question is, are they just down or are they out? We're going to talk about that next on Speed. Good. That was a good one, Joy. Oh, welcome back in the Speak family. Glad to have you here. It's time to talk about down or out. That's our new game of three star quarterbacks that are having a rough start to the season. So now the question is, are they down? Meaning, will they still bounce back or are they out? Which means it's a wrap on the season for them. Let's start with Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, I really just think he's down. I think that he can turn this thing around. 2-5, where you at? I agree with you. I think Matthew Stafford is a great quarterback. He's having some rough times right now, but it happens, right? They can't be that bad. They'll find a way. They'll find a way. <laughs> I also think he's down. As bad as they look, they're 3-3. Three and three. They're in the playoffs if they start today. However, mm. that offensive line. It's shaky. It's shady. That's, offensive line is the most underrated thing in football. Matthew Stafford's out. It's not his fault. They've had six oh. different lines this week. That leads no. the league for most. The only their right tackle, Rob Havenstein, he's the only guy that's been available for the whole season. Like, their line is a mess, and he's out until that gets fixed. He's it's, out? It's not It's not personal, Matthew. There's just nobody blocking so for you, man. you're saying it's not about Matthew. It's about They're all, yeah. like Until they fix that offensive line, I, I got nothing to say. Quarterback's a dependent position. Yep. Dang, Matthew. All right, let's keep it moving. 2-5, you're just going to put this in my way. Uh, moving on to Jimmy. Oh, no, got to go to Russell Wilson first because it has not been great at all for Russell Wilson. He has a career-low completion percentage this season, and I got to add it. I got to add it. Geno Smith, his replacement in Seattle, leads the league in completion percentage. Oh anyway, Russell Wilson, I am out on him for the season, and I'm going to decide if I'm out on him for the rest of his career if it stays in Denver. Shady, where you at on Russ? I'm out. <laughs> I'm out, Russ. Sorry, bro. Next year, though. Next year. They got so a you, shot. you're not going to pour one out well, for him? I got to. Pour one out. Don't mind. Look, since he's out, you know what I mean? So next explain year. Explain why you pouring one out for yeah. the viewers. For Listen, the viewers. If a, okay. If a player gets cut, traded, or hurt, or he's done with, you got to pour one out for him. Pour one out for your dog. Rest in peace. <laughs> I mean, okay. He's got, a, a he's got a bum hamstring. That's a little intense. Joy, you down on Russ, you out on Russ. I agree. This <laughs> uh, season's a wash for me. It's. I mean, he's hurt. Nathaniel Hackett's coaching for his job already. He's already reports that he's got to win Jags in London or he's out. Those are already circulating. Right. So I think this season is is a wash. And then you look around the division, it's it's I mean, we are 
we're killing Justin Herbert, but they still mm-hmm. got a winning record, and the Chiefs are going to win the division, so it's, it's bad. You know how teams love to do that thing, like, you know, we all pick against them, and then they put it on Twitter later, like, oh, we showed you. Like, oh, yeah. use me. Use me as, use me as motivation. Yeah. Use me as motivation, Broncos, because I think it's out. It's out. I'm not, and a little bit of it's personal, too. Like, I just don't want to watch them play offense anymore. Real. That is real. Who I will watch as long as he is playing offense is Jimmy Garoppolo. If Kyle Shanahan's offensive coordinator and Debo's there and Kittle's there. Anyway, Jimmy Garoppolo, he hasn't looked good the last couple weeks. Four turnovers. Y'all know what it is with me. I'm down. Never out on Jimmy G. That's my dog. I'm down. He's still got a chance. Now, now you got McCaffrey's going to be there. You got Kittle's going to be there. You got Debo. Yep. Kyle Shanahan will definitely draw it up, scheme it up for him. So, he doesn't have to put everything on his shoulders. Let the guys work. Yep. Same thing in Philadelphia. Crazy work or just work? No, just work. Just work. This work. This work. This work. Uh, I love how much stuff we got to put it on Jimmy Galapagos. Jimmy Galapagos going to be great if he got Debo. <laughs> So, guess it's not really Jimmy. Um, I'm going to say he's down to once Christian McCaffrey gets rolling and Debo and when everything is perfect and he doesn't throw two interceptions. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. He'll be back. We pour some out or no? He's good. No, he's good. good. Okay. He's good. Okay. Tighten okay. it up. Tighten it okay. up. Tighten okay. the bottle cap okay. up. That's, uh, can you show that's me Acho's guy. Different? Yeah, that's Acho's guy. Thank you. Jimmy, you good, big dog? You pour out some good. when I left Philadelphia. I did. Okay. I told okay. you. Okay. Dave, you down or you out I'm on Jimmy? Down. I'm, I'm down. down. This, is, this is the Jimmy G experience. Like, I, he lost to Tennessee last year in, like, the most ugly fashion. Ugly. Everybody wanted him out. They made the playoffs. Like, this is Jimmy G. Like, you're going to question it for the whole season, and then they're going to have a winning record. Shady, let me ask you something. Since Jimmy and them just giving him work, what does it take to give out crazy work? You see my highlights? I have. You see my left? I you have. You see my right? Up the middle. Excuse me. That's crazy work. Okay, I've seen the highlights, but y'all need to see the highlights. Coming up, it's time to debut our guy, Shady McCoy's crazy work segment. We're going to talk about the players in the league right now that are giving dudes crazy work. Oh, and we're going to show some shady moves. highlights. Ooh, Don't go nowhere. That's called the shady bounce right there. <laughs> he did have a whole bounce named after him. <laughs> now look, y'all, I got Shady McCoy. He is known for one thing and one thing only. That's giving out crazy work during his time in the NFL. Unfortunately, I was a victim of crazy work. But here's the thing, 2-5. No, you wasn't. I was. I was. We ain't got no tape to prove it. Here's the thing. It's a lot of guys in the league right now giving out crazy work. So, Shady, you start us off. Who been giving out the crazy work this week? Okay, so we're going to start with Saquon Barkley, right? He got them, them, them Giants playing excellent ball. Now, right here is this a downhill run. Oh, he sees a defender, make him miss. Stop, excuse me. Whoop, go all the way to the left. Look at them feet. Look at the footwork. Oh, my God. Let's take it back one more time, please. No, we got to see the, the, the behind the view. I want to see the, the behind view, please, one more time. Look at that. Ooh. He didn't even know what was happening. Where's he going? He missed him twice. Saquon Barkley has been putting that crazy work in. 18-yarder. Looks so great. Next one we Crazy. got. Yeah, who we got next? It's we got Brees next. Hall. Oh my God, the rookie Brees Hall for the Jets. Now check this out. Making a guy miss is great, but sometimes you just gotta hit it. That's crazy you. work. You just gotta hit. That's Nobody crazy work. Him. Let me tell you what Nobody happened. Let me tell you what happened. Okay, you ready for this? First of all, is a pitch out. He stretches, 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 and soon he see the hole. Excuse me, spiral gone. And that's what you call Wait, a 67 yard touchdown. What sound effect did he make? Excuse me. Gone. <laughs> 67-yard touchdown, Brees Hall. Okay, who you got now, next? We got his teammate next to a quarterback, Zach Wilson. A quarterback. Throw him on. Throw him on. First of all, now he got hurt in Philadelphia in the preseason game doing the same exact move. Let me show you one time. Okay, let's go. Excuse me. Let's take, <laughs> let's take it back. Let's take it back. Now, he can throw the ball pretty he good. Did. He can throw the ball pretty good. But you can't make that move. Everybody can't make that move. Going left, one stop. Oh, right, first down. Can you coach that or is that just natural? No, it's God given. God given. 
God given. Okay. <laughs> who, who you got? got Najee Harris is number four? Yeah, it's four. Let's go. Najee Harris. Count him up. Count him up. Four. Now, now, check this out. Now, it was a tough game. They, they did lose to, to the Dolphins. Miami, they did. But they always talk about how powerful it is, how strong it is, how powerful, mm. how big. Oh, let's look at the moves, though. The spin move, the stiff arm. Oh, I call that sweet feet. Sweet feet, Jesus. That's Ooh. called crazy work. Seen it? Seen two guys made a miss spin move? Did you see the moves? Did you see the moves? Now you're going to rip your pants if you keep doing No, they tight, moves. but they ain't that tight. Now, listen, <laughs> that's what you call crazy work. Every week, we will showcase all the top players making crazy work. Now, Shady, if we showcase them, what you giving away for the person? And we giving a Shady McCoy okay. from Speak. Crazy work hoodies, baby. Oh. Now, let me ask you this. Hey, hey. <laughs> Who getting the hoodie this week? Who getting the hoodie this week? I got to go with, uh, wait, first, how y'all feel? How y'all feel? I got your cards. How y'all feel? You are, you are a natural, sir. I will watch this every damn That's week. That's right. That was fantastic. I got to start charging you then. Uh, <laughs> Who y'all like? I mean, you know, Saquon's the homie. I love Saquon. But I feel like we got to give it to Breeze. Breeze? I, I mean, he, he got hurt last week. That would be a nice gesture. Who you like? I like Breeze. I, I, like Breeze. I, I always roll with my dog, but I always roll with my big dog, Joy. <laughs> we going with Breeze Hall. Let's go. He got a crazy bird He got a crazy bird so we can at least see what... Now, I know you got some big shoulders, brother. <laughs> Send it to you, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, speaking of guys giving out crazy work and guys that are not giving out crazy work, Aaron Rodgers, he ain't getting nobody no on hoodie. his squad. He's not getting a shirt, hoodie, T-shirt, socks. No, he's no crazy work. Nothing. No crazy no work. No nail polish? Right. I bet. That's good. All right, we got to talk about the Packers. Three-game losing streak. Aaron Rodgers, he does not at all seem happy. He's not taking the blame at all. He said, quote, I think we got guys that are making too many mistakes. Shouldn't be playing. Got to start cutting some reps. And maybe guys who aren't playing, we got to give them a chance. Shady, you know what? I'm going to give you a break, dog. You might be tired. You play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Dave, yeah. I'm coming to you. I need, um, I need makeup. How does Aaron Rodgers look after making comments, blaming some of his guys on his team, missing grabs, trying to put them on the bench? I, there's a way to do this, and this just wasn't the way for me. Like, he looks like a bad teammate to me, to be mm. honest with you. Like, again, there's a there's a, a diplomatic and a good way to do this. Aaron Rodgers has done it half a dozen times mm -hmm. at this point. He talked during the preseason about guys coming along. He talked about mental mistakes. And I know he didn't say anybody by name in this interview with Pat McAfee. But again, there's only what, like 15, 16 guys that play offense for the Packers? I mean, like, it's not hard to guess who he's talking about and to sit and to say, like, it, it rubs me really wrong. I know Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer, all that good stuff. It rubs me the wrong way when a player is talking about who should have their reps cut, who should be getting more. Like, leave that for the coaches, man. That right. I, It just it, 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 does, it rubs me the wrong it, way. Well, from my experience, I have my answer. Let me ask you from your journalistic experience being inside locker rooms, asking questions, not necessarily like Shady and I were. Don't you think <clears> players know best? as far as who should be playing and who shouldn't based upon their execution in practice, who's spending more time after practice, even when the coaches aren't around? Here's the thing, and I'm not doubting that Aaron Rodgers is probably right about what he's saying, right? And Matt LaFleur even said it today. Like, Matt LaFleur backed Rodgers up. He was like, blunt truth. Like, it's hard to hear the blunt truth sometimes. It's more or less what he said. He's not wrong. There's just better ways to do that. Say it in the meeting room. Say it in the locker room. Say it to your coaches privately. Don't like Matt LaFleur is answering questions today from the Green Bay and national media about what his quarterback said to Pat McAfee about his teammates. That's that's a rough look for me, man. Like you don't you don't have to make it public like that. Like it reminds me, and again, I never played <laughs> I didn't come close to pro sports. I stopped somewhere in like early high school. But like there was always a guy on your team 
who knew he was better than than everybody and acted like it. Like nobody likes that guy. Like y- y'all are in this together. You're on a team. Throwing people under the bus is just a bad look. It doesn't make him wrong. It just makes me think he's a bad teammate. Mm. Joy, break Wait, this did down. you know he was a badass safety? Back Were you? <laughs> <laughs> of all I the looked, positions, I looked that up. Safety, right? No. Where were you? I mean, I played like linebacker as like a soft linebacker. Yeah, no. He had the big collar on the yeah, no. neck. Yeah, neck roll? No. Neck roll, yeah. Hey, listen. I was He's like Boswell. If you had a neck roll, you a dog. dog. <laughs> no neck roll. This, is hurting, this is hurting my feelings right now, guys. Right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was very bad at football, but Aaron Rodgers is being a very bad teammate. Now, y'all two were dragging Ron Rivera for saying the truth about Carson Quarterback. Wentz. Okay? <laughs> So, so why is this why is this any different? Uh, he doesn't he doesn't look anything different to me. This is who Aaron Rodgers is. He's a very individualistic bird. Mm. This is who he that is. is true. It's me. It's I. What I've accomplished. I'm going on my journey. Mm. What have I done? It's never we. It's never us. Relax. Yeah. He's passive aggressive. Even in this, he's being passive aggressive because he's not saying who is really messing up. Yep. Some guys. I don't mm-hmm. know. Some guys. Like, we don't have the whole roster on Google. To, we don't watch you every Sunday. Whether you're talking about – we can assume who he's talking about. It's somebody on his team he's talking about. So, he is talking about his teammates. But, again, this doesn't surprise me. This mm-hmm. is what Aaron Rodgers does. He's a great talent in the regular season. He's got some playoff wins and a Super Bowl. He's not a winner. He's a great, talented, all-time mm-hmm. talented player. I got something. Uh-oh. I love when this You happens. found something? I, I found something. Right here, I was in, scurried, the, right here in the segment. I was scurried and I found something. Okay. Joy's right. Aaron Rodgers has always been I. But I'm thinking, I have no issue with Aaron Rodgers calling out his teammates because Aaron Rodgers, more than any other quarterback of this generation, has had less help. Oh, here you go. Oh, whoa, here no. Here you go. Think no. about, wait, think about no. it. Think just, about, let me, let me start here. Dave, let me come to you, because I, this isn't supposed to be a wild take, genuinely speaking. How many future <laughs> Hall of Famers offensively Aaron Rodgers play with? In the totality of his career? I don't know. Somewhere mm. between six and ten? If you I think? I, offensively? Then the name them for me. Um, okay. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame is hard. Hall of Fame is very hard. I'd say maybe none to maybe Devontae Adams. Okay. Andy, you're a researcher. Andy loves the Packers very well. He can correct me in my head, earpiece. But I would say none to Devontae Adams. Again, this is off the top of my head. I did not prepare this. Tom Brady. We know at minimum Gronkowski and Randy Moss. Like, just at a minimum. Ross, he only had it for three years. Who? Well, we know at minimum okay. Gronkowski and Randy Moss. A.B., if you think A.B. will make it into the Hall of Fame. A, he played with uh, A.B. In, in Tampa, obviously. Patrick Mahomes. Travis Kelsey at minimum. I would assume Tyreek Hill will likely get in, but Travis Kelsey at minimum. When you think about Ben Roethlisberger, he also played with uh, – did he play with Jerome Bettis? Yes. yes. He played yes. with Jerome he Bettis, okay. played with Antonio Brown. Hall so, of Fame is the standard, though? That's well, crazy. Here's what I'm saying. Like, how many Hall of Famers did Drew Brees play I, I, with? I wanted to say this. Aaron Rodgers has gotten less help defensively. He's never – he had one elite defense, and he went to the Super Bowl that year. So Aaron Rodgers, more than any of these other players, these other star quarterbacks – They didn't have, he didn't have the same help that anybody's had. So for Rodgers, I would go as far as to say, it's always been I. Aaron Rodgers never got no first-round wide receivers drafted. He had Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not his teammates' fault. It's the Green Bay Packers' Correct. fault. But don't and you... if the Green Bay Packers want to do business that way, then why do you insist on staying there? I'm saying I don't disagree with what you're saying. Don't you think the Packers have created an environment for Rodgers of I? Because it's always been, hey, Rodgers, we're not going to give you a great defense. Need you to carry it. 
hey, Rodgers, we're not going to give you a first-round skill position. Need you to carry it. Like, don't you think the Packers have said, hey, Rodgers, go do it by yourself? So then how can you be mad when he has to do it by himself? The Green Bay Packers are not a poverty organization. They're They're just conservative. Correct. Aaron Rodgers is a great regular season player, right? Yep. He has one championship, lots of playoff wins, lots of division wins. Right? Correct. He didn't do it all on his own. Correct. Right. And, and the last two NFL MVPs were throwing to Devontae Adams, and you see how he looks now. Because he needs that. him more than Correct. he needed. Okay. But, but here's what I'm saying. I don't, this is not subjective. Objectively speaking, Charles Woodson, I believe, is the only Hall of Famer that Aaron Rodgers has played with. I guess you know, Bre- like, Brett Favre, you want to, I mean. So what, where I'm at, where I'm at, to, at least Brett Favre had a Reggie White. Where I'm at 2-5 <laughs> is if you create an environment where it has been a Rodgers, we aren't going to help you as much as these other guys are getting help, then how can you blame Rodgers for being like, yo, y'all made so, me be I. Y'all made me be so. I, I get what you're trying to say, but, like, you, you act like he had, like, bums. No, he didn't have bums, by yes, no means. He had some dog wide receivers. He did. Hall of Fame is hard to do. Mm-hmm. I, I probably play yeah, with Hall like, of Fame is a hell of a standard. Let's just say, like, all pro wide receivers, talented wide receivers. He's had a lot of them. Right? Mm-hmm. So my thing is, like, we can't just say it's all him. When I look at them Aaron Rodgers teams, I don't just see, oh, only Aaron Rodgers and that's it. Or I look at other teams, I'm like, oh, man, it's only him. But let me ask you this. The, the argument could – and sorry, I know we're out of time. The argument could be made that Tyree Kill didn't need Patrick Mahomes. He currently leads the league in, in, in receiving yards. Randy Moss did not need Tom Brady. Randy Moss is doing what Randy Moss is doing. But we haven't seen – well, Devontae Adams is kind of balling. But wouldn't you say, like, can you argue that Aaron Rodgers has had less help? than the other cats. Like, he's had, no. he's forced hey, to be selfish. No. To Joy's point, no. if that's really how he feels, he's had his opportunities to go. He re-signed with the Packers, like, this year, didn't he? It took, mm-hmm. it took all the it money. Took all the all the bread. He's clearly content to be there and play for them and take their money, so, like, that rings hollow to me. In yeah, all honesty. I don't think anybody's trying him a river. I'm not. And he's not. And my thing is this. You calling everybody out, hand-pointing, it's your fault, therefore, your fault. He's not playing that good. That's real. You turn that tape on, he don't look good himself. Well, another big-name quarterback is not playing that well. That's the greatest of all time, Tom Brady. But he has a chance to turn it around. Thursday, huge matchup with Lamar Jackson. We are going to tell you who needs to win this game more. You are going to want to. Come on, Tommy. Let's go, baby. That's next on Speed. I call him seven times. That's his nickname. Welcome in, family. I got to keep it real with y'all. We had to call an audible because we just got this and we just saw this. Now, Russell Wilson told reporters he spent four hours working out and rehabbing on the Broncos flight to London. Again, they play in London this coming week. He said he was doing high knees in the aisle while his teammates were sleeping. He was just, he was just out here getting it. He was just out here getting it. 2-5, he was just out here getting it. He was just out here. Those pants. Yo, no, they're joggers. Yo. They're joggers. I'm doing okay. it. Right. Now, KJ oh, Hamler, his wide receiver, said no BS. Now, in my household, I didn't get to play BS growing up. We didn't get to cuss. We called it NT. Not true. Not BS. I don't know what BS stands for. Wow. Anyway, um, Shady, how you feel about, about it, big dog? It's goofy. You know, I like Russ. That's goofy. It's right there. How? I, I, I went to the London game. I played there, right? Yep. Twice. That's a long flight. You know, some guys are playing cards. And we're all in the middle of the aisle. Some guys are, are playing uh, dominoes. Dominoes, no, they didn't. On certain teams, some guys are shooting dice. Yeah, they is. Whatever the that, team it is. But my thing is, like, and then some guys are trying to get some sleep. And if I'm back there sleeping, snoring, and I got this goofy dude doing high knees, doing jumping jacks, like, like Don't he's do a, that. Don't do that. What? I like, I like it. Come Here's on, man. Why. Context matters. That's crazy you stuff. Know, 
Russ has what? He has a hamstring injury. What you know about being on long flights? You need to promote blood flow. What did Chip make every one of us do when we got on the planes? Wear those super tight, tight, custom-made tights. And he said, get into the aisles and stretch or move your body every 45 minutes. You didn't, but you probably ran for less yards that game, too. When I think about it, I ain't got an issue with it, Joy, because I was watching the entirety of Aaron Rodgers' interview to bring it full circle, and he said that David Bakhtiari was on a pitch count in their game in London because of the fight. David Bakhtiari coming off of an injury, a lower leg injury himself, swelling, et cetera, with flights. It sounds weird. It sounds goofy. I don't have an issue with it. Where you stand? Yeah, I don't have an issue with stretching on a long flight or wearing tight socks. I'm 35, I gotta wear tight socks on a long flight. Well, I'm gonna get there and I'm gonna have big ankles. Yes, that's true, I'm auntie. I have to wear the, the tights on a long flight. <laughs> I don't wanna get to not be able to fit in my heels. But you can't be doing high knees while people are sleeping, come on. Listen, high one knees. thing about me, I don't, do the, I don't do the airplane shenanigans. I'm not into it. All the stuff people be doing Tell on the planes, like kids running up and down the aisle, spilling stuff, talking all loud. No, 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 this is not your home. Right. Have some respect for other people around you. Have some self-awareness, just a drop. You can't be doing high knees and like work out on the plane. Shady, I'm gonna call you out. I'm gonna call you out. Well, and Dave, real quick, we are playing cars in the middle of the like, He's talking about while they're sleeping, but, that's even worse. But no, here's the thing, it, it sounds bad. On flights, what do it people do? It they sleep. Bad. Dave, you've been on the, 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 the planes. Yeah. Shady, you've been on the planes. To me, I don't have an issue with doing the high knees because y'all shooting dice was way louder than Russ playing high knees. Give me that. Y'all yeah, shooting yeah, dice yeah. Okay, was way he was louder doing this and disrespectful. While they were sleeping. But yeah, everybody is sleeping and some people are awake. No, like no. to me, while they're sleeping, it's it's semantics. Dave, I can actually I can speak to this. I never played in the league, but I took a lot of flights with the Cowboys. I would you do you agree with this, Shady? Typically, the flight home is rowdier than the flight there, in my experience. If you win. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, and if some, you win. Sometimes if you lose, too. But uh -oh. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> on the Go way... Cowboys. It's Cowboys. <laughs> on the way there, it's typically quiet. It's typically people sleeping. Chilling. Typically people watching movies. Like every, It's like a business kind of a mindset. And not only that, and yes, I've been on some planes where people are playing cards, listening to music. Okay. They're still leaving me alone. Look... That flight, that flight to, to London is long. The longest. The plane's bigger. It's still an airplane. If you come jogging past me, you're going to hit me. You're going to hit my shoulder. You're going to Like, you're going to get in my space. Give me my, give me my peace and my space. Like, you can go yell in the back if you want to. I'll get over it. But, but if you're, like, knocking into my seat yeah, while I'm trying like, to sleep, get out of here. Sweat all over like, Come on. Like, come on. Who it is matters because JP, our team leader, captain and just the biggest human player, I think yeah, I've I'm seen, our best much. player in Philly, he could be wanted. He could get on an airplane with the boom box over. Forget my space, Dave. I don't care. I'm a practice squad. Oh, I'm not saying I'm going to say anything to but him. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> JP could walk down the aisle, spill that Popeye's chicken that I had to pick up for him, by the way, spill that piece of Popeye's chicken in my lap. He's a leader. He's a guy. He can do whatever he wants. Okay. I can't do that. Russ has earned the right as the starting quarterback yeah. and most expensive man. He can do what he wants. If he wants to disturb y'all, if he wants to high knees, if he wants to sing uh, 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 Kumbaya, my lord, he can do that on right. the plane. He can do what he wants because he Russ. The only thing I don't like about this, he told the media that, right? So I, I feel like it's like a attention grab, right? You think? Yeah, like who was going to tell the media? Yeah, on our flight. Oh, what was you doing your flight? Oh, I just worked up for four hours. Like... <laughs> Who's going to tell the media that? I'm not. You're not going to do that. No. So not. it's certain things, because I, I always support Russ. I feel like when a, when a guy is at the high, everybody's going to praise him. If at his low, everybody's going to bash him, which they're doing. I don't do that, right? I think that I can't let seven games say he's a bad player. Mm -hmm. So I'm not trying to bash him, but I keep it real. 
You telling me you want to tell the media that you you're stretching and doing jumping jacks and high knees so what for you four said? hours? What should you have said? Nobody cares what you did on a flight. But they hours. asked them that. They asked but, them that. But you're saying I'm stretched. Stretched. I was yeah. chilling. I was chilling on the plane. But they, I was they, relaxing. But they asked them in the context of Brian like. Brian, don't sleep, oh, bro. Oh, oh, I was stretching. Say that. I, 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 you know, um, I hung out a little bit. I stretched a little bit. Yeah, you know who else cards. stretches on long flights? Old people. But my thing you is, you gotta like, move around. You gotta get some blood flow going when you're, especially if you're. I'm stretched up in the long of, yeah, flights. Yeah, none of this is revealing. Right. But That's when you're doing a workout for four hours and doing high knees, and I'm with you. I don't need to bash on Russ. He's down. I don't think he's as bad as he is. But it's overall, this is the theme with Russ, Attention. right? It's all a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> But it works. Like, where my thing is? Is it works? working? I don't is think it works. Is it working? No, it's not working. Look at his look at him like, look at this dude. Also, I want to point out, in this day and age, a lot of teams do this flight on, like, Thursday or Friday. The Knock Broncos went on. Early. They went early. He had all we. He could have stretched in his hotel when they got there. He needs to be stretching on the plane on a Tuesday. The stretching part. Stretching's very normal. Like I said. Yeah, it's the high knees. It's the high knees. Stretches the knees. down to get blood flow. It's the high knees. You're doing high knees. <laughs> but, no, I, but he's he's nursing an injury. Like I don't have an issue with the high knees though. You know you got to move, big dog. He's doing six inches. High knees and jumping jacks. Again, on, man. you got five days on, to do man. that in the training room at the hotel or in the lobby or in honestly, the meeting room. I'm with Shady. It's not even so much that he was, I mean, the four-hour thing is, it, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. To the media, right? It's a lot. It's a lot, and you guys are losing. Can you just imagine <laughs> sitting in Russ, your seat? I'm trying to defend you, Russ, but you make it so hard. Just imagine sitting in like your seat. Like, maybe you got your eye mask on. We got to pay bills. You pull it up, and Russ just comes running past you.